Happy weekend, everybody. I'm Gary Mans. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. And the Mans and Mitchell Show is on the air for your weekend entertainment. We're going to go all metaphysical on you. Well, typically that's what we do, but we kind of enjoy our diversions once in a while. But not today. It's hardcore metaphysics as we bring on one of our stellar colleagues from 1150 KKNW, the lovely Marie Manucheri. But before we do... We have to say hello to the guy that makes sure we stay on the air. That's how essential he is. I'm talking about our audio engineer, Michael Roberge. How you doing, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, nice to be here in the studio and have you guys on board. Although I got to tell you, I'm wearing my black armband today because today is black uh, armband. Yeah, if you can believe it, it's been 20 years since Kurt Cobain um, chose to go in a different direction. It just doesn't seem yeah. that long, does it? No, uh, no, no, actually, and I can still remember that being a news story. I was a new arrival in Puget Sound at that time, and quite frankly, I failed to appreciate the appeal of grunge, and so uh, when he died, I knew that, of course, was big news, but I just didn't have an appreciation for Nirvana and people in their genre, so I just watched the news and wondered, why would a guy with so much going for him? I mean, on top of the world at that time, and a celebrity wife, wonderful child, beautiful home, fan base like you can't believe, decide, nah, I think I'm going to do something else. I'm going to end my life. There are some things I guess I just will never understand as long as I inhabit this body. It always makes you wonder what might have been. And uh, unfortunately, he was also in that dreaded 27-year-old category, and uh, like other uh, artists, um Jimi Hendrix, uh, Janis Joplin. Um, Amy uh, Winehouse. Yeah, and um, I'm forgetting um, Jim Morrison uh, of The Doors. Uh, all uh, Yes. Uh, like I say, went in a dire different direction at age 27. But it's just it's phenomenal that it, it, it's been 20 years. It just sort of, I can't quite wrap my brain around that. Another thing I can't wrap my brain around, Suzanne, is that Mike Roberge would be a grunge fan. <laughs> no, I'm still trying to process that I'm one going, myself. We're not saying you're Lawrence Welk material, but I, <laughs> it's just, I, I'm a music I see you dude. As kind of a, you're a music dude. I see you as, as belonging in that 60s, 70s, disco sucks, hey, you know, bring on the Led Zeppelin, <laughs> that sort of guy. <laughs> well, that part is true, but, uh, you know, all, all music is good. I, I find uh, uh, I can appreciate just about anything about any kind of music, really. Okay, that's your story, and you're sticking with it. So <laughs> you, you got that's it. great. It's it's wonderful that today we can have Marie Manucheri on with us because she is an internationally acclaimed medium. She's a wonderful host who has been on longer than us, as a matter of fact, a bit longer, on 1150 KKNW. Huge fan base, so much going for her, and that's not even the bio. Let's give her her mad props, Suzanne. These mad props are from her book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Marie Manucheri, RN, is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master who first discovered her gifts for energetic healing while working as a registered oncology nurse. In addition to her private practice in Seattle, Washington, she leads popular workshops and hosts the radio program, The Marie Manucheri Show, where energy and medicine meet. Marie, it is so happy to have you on air with us today. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. How are both of you? Oh, we're, we're doing. We're fighting colds. Can't you oh, tell? You thought this was my normal Chicago nasal voice. We're <laughs> almost through, you know, so we oh. don't want to sound like whiners. We're wheezers, <laughs> but we're not whiners. Oh. Yeah, we're almost through with that. But I'll tell you, Maria, I, I must apologize and at the same time offer enthusiastically a belated happy birthday. Oh, I always post you on Facebook. 
I always try to catch that. And once in a while, I'll miss somebody who I regard as a dear friend instead of just somebody I know through Facebook. And this this time it was you. And I go, doggone it. I have to make sure to offer belated happy birthday wishes. Oh, and you. um well, you're very welcome. You know, now that uh, now that you just crossed over the threshold of forty, believe me, life <laughs> begins at forty, Marie. Well, I think that you, that's just wishful thinking, Gary. I crossed over the threshold of forty quite a while ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have a daughter who's almost thirty, so you know, um, yeah. But th- I had a lovely birthday. I was in um, Texas actually with my middle daughter, who's um, working on her PhD there, and. Uh, had a wonderful time. I did not know that about an hour and a half out of Lubbock, Texas, which is where she's living, there is a canyon. It's the second largest canyon in the country, second, to, of course, to the Grand Canyon. And um, so we went hiking there with her dogs and her boyfriend, and I just had a wonderful vacation. Well, I'm happy that you are in celebratory mode. You definitely need to take a break and just be good to you, because going to your website, Marie, when I see the various activities and the amount of travel in yeah. recent years that you have undertaken. It's quite impressive. You're getting <laughs> yourself you. out there, which is what I always predicted for you. You did. You absolutely did. Yeah, the book Intuitive Self-Healing has been, you know, very effective in terms of my name out there. Um, I've traveled a lot. Not traveling as much as I did last year. I practiced it. Excuse me, guys. Um, We've got a pretty rough connection with you, uh, Marie. You don't have us on a speakerphone, but any chance to No, you? I have you on a landline. Yeah, uh, you're cutting in and out. Um, huh. I think what we may want to do is, why don't um, we hang up, and I will call you right back, if that's good, good with you, sure. uh, uh, Gary and Suzanne. part of the house. I'm kind of far away from the receiver. Do you think that could be the problem? Oh, it's an RF phone? It's a wireless phone? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's the problem. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll move to the Actually, part of actually, don't don't hang up. Just <laughs> okay. move closer to the phone and uh, the, uh, the to the base unit, and that'll probably improve okay. things are you, dramatically. There you go. Are you, Marie? Are you close enough to actually grab the rabbit ears? Because if you hold on to that, <laughs> and, you, and you hold one, grab with one hand and hold the other one up straight <laughs> yeah, at about up, ninety right? degree angle. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'll be able to bring in the Beverly Hillbillies in addition to talking to you. But okay, so this might work better. And is that better, Mike? Yeah, I think it sounds a lot better. But don't stick oh. your finger in the wall outlet, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At any rate, yeah, work's That's been true. just fabulous. And, um, you know, my practice is so busy. I'm trying to stay homebound a little bit more because we're booked out almost a year and a half in advance. So I'm, you know, trying to get through all the clients and make sure that people don't have to wait 18 months for an appointment. Um, so I'm doing my best to stay a little bit um, in the Northwest. Wow, I can remember when you were booked out only nine months ahead of time, and I thought that was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I've been blessed. I mean, I mean, incredibly, I feel really grateful and very blessed. And one of my other focuses is focusing on mentoring other people so that people have other options. I mean, there's always options. There's healers around the world. Um, but training people and having them visible on my website, I think, perhaps gives people more opportunities to see someone sooner if they want to. And I have... Mentoring students have traveled in from around the country as well, so that, you know, I'm hoping we'll have pockets of, um, of energy workers that may have my philosophy or a part of my philosophy um, in their uh, abilities um, that I think have been, um, been working for some folks for a while, so I'm really happy about that. You know, in, when Gary and I were talking about you this morning and saying, you know, where do we want to go with the interview? What do we want to talk about? 
um, Gary came up with a really great question, and I'm not I'm not going to steal his question, but I, I'm going to set the stage for it. Last night we saw a DVD that Gary bought called 1964. It was something that he purchased, and it was a two-hour DVD about the year 1964, a very, very pivotal year in the United States with everything that was happening. And we were fascinated. We just we hung on every word during this DVD. And what struck us was that uh, there were a couple of people in the DVD, one of them was Betty Friedan, who seemed to be at the at the right place in history at the right time for what it was that she was about with the feminine mystique and that led us this morning to Gary having a really good question for you today well the really good question I hope Marie is have you given some thought over the years as your career has grown and you've had so many experiences normal and paranormal have you given thought to the idea that you came into this body and into our society at the best time for your own career development and spiritual growth, given the fact that in 1964, they were showing, uh, in, during this documentary, they were showing ads where women were ecstatic over the fact that they found the right fabric softener. It made their whole lives. This goofiness, you know, that the commercial appeal and getting things done, being the happy homemaker was the ultimate goal. And I just don't see that fitting someone like you at all. Well, you know, I certainly had that in my life. You know, I had a 20-year marriage and raised three kids, and I was very much kind of a domestic diva. I liked my house to be perfect and, you know, decorated well. I don't think I search for the best fabric softener because I'm kind of an organic girl. I'm not really into perfumes and chemicals. But, um, yeah, I, I really wanted to have a, a beautiful family life. And I, for, in many ways I did, just not the great partnership that I wanted in the relationship. But I would say that I, I, would, that I definitely feel that way, that um, I picked a really good time to be an adult woman and to um, be a medium and a healer and a psychic. I, I picked, a, I think, a fabulous time to allow those abilities to come forward in a time when a, a big part of our society, even internationally, has respect and interest for it. So, yes, I feel extraordinarily blessed. And and really, a part of that more specifically has to do with the fact that you were an oncology nurse when you discovered this ability that you had for uh, energetic healing. And so, you know, your program is where energy and medicine meet. And that is something which is coming about now that you wouldn't have had that 50 years ago. That's a that's a 2014 thing. That's something that's come about only in recent years. And so, you know, we were thinking, wow, Marie really came in at the perfect time to blend both medicine and energy because you understand the body from the Western medicine, you know, protocol and paradigm, but now you also see it differently through the chakra system. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, even when I mentor students, the first quarter is dedicated to anatomy and physiology for energy medicine. So that, and I test all my students every once a quarter so that you know they um, understand what we're learning. And I think anatomy and physiology is incredibly important. If you're going to lay hands on someone, and it's not a requirement. I mean, people can lay hands on someone and create change. We're 
talking about moving subatomic particles, but if you know that your hand is over their gallbladder, and it feels weird because you know the difference between feeling off and on, <laughs> and you could hold an intention that you're going to spend beautiful energy into that gallbladder because you understand how the gallbladder works. You know that it delivers you know, enzymes to the body and emulsifies fats, then I think that makes someone a more productive healer and for the human realm, which is you know, what we happen to be living in. Um, I, I'm a big proponent as well as following your joy, and I was raised very holistically, um, pretty much to avoid conventional medicine. In fact, I don't believe my mother has seen a medical doctor in about 45 years. And, of course, she's healthy and doing well, and, and I appreciate her choice. But I had a really odd experience when I was pregnant with my first child when I walked into a hospital for some labs because I lived in a very small town so the physician's office couldn't draw my blood. And, um, and I just had this phenomenal moment where I felt incredible joy, really high energy, and I didn't even know from an intellectual mind perspective what energy meant at that time. And eventually it led me to having a nursing career, which I also loved, and I think choosing the joy, not following what my family had taught me and what was familiar to me, which is more Chinese medicine and chiropractic and holistic um, health, which I do follow, but it, I love the combination, of course. But to follow the bliss that didn't have make any common sense to me led me to having multisensory experiences while I worked as a nurse. Well, I'm now that I am sitting here listening to this, it opens my... I, I always look at this as a kind of horizon because I tend to look at, over the course of my life, I mean, I was, if not indoctrinated, at least conditioned to believe in somatic causes for almost all illnesses. But this morning, as Suzanne and I, over coffee, were contemplating your visit with us on the show, I started to wonder if, foundationally, is it possible that cancer, I mean, the big C, is cancer foundationally a physical disease, or are the original roots, the abnormality of it, rooted more in our emotions and in our spiritual mindset? Yeah, the latter. So that you know, every disease comes down to our emotional mindset because we're all moving particles or not moving particles in our body based on our thoughts and our feelings. And a lot of people repress their emotions, and sometimes when those emotions get repressed, which stagnant energy, it can lead to disease. So if we become more mindful about energy, if we start to understand that, number one, we're in charge of the way energy moves in our body, and if we can learn to feel confident and safe to be vulnerable, to allow ourselves to be introspective about our emotions, then we can avoid diseases, um, I believe anyway, or or help them to heal if we, were, if we happen to face um, a health challenge. Marie, can, can absolutely anything be healed? I believe so. I, I, I truly do. I also believe in free will, and we don't live in a permanent reality. So that means at some point our soul is going to request, <laughs> unconsciously for most people, that it's time for us to leave this third-dimensional space and go live in another dimension. So illness is one of the ways that people leave their bodies. And so... Yeah. In a, it's kind of interesting. When I worked in the hospital, we would see patients come in who were very, very ill, and their prognosis was extremely poor. And maybe there would be, on the same day, another person that came in whose prognosis was really good. Their illness wasn't very advanced. And it was always kind of 
surprising when the person who had a very good prognosis actually passed away in the hospital, and the person who had a very poor prognosis went home and was actually healing. And I think that has a lot to do with our soul as well. So we have this combination of emotions that, if we don't feel, can create disease in the body. And then we also have a bigger calling, which is our connection to the divine and, and the universe, not just the human realm. When we were talking this morning, I was saying to Gary, you know, I wonder how much of it is related to, say, a karmic contract. If we would have said, you know, in this lifetime, I think I'm just going to be really sick and feel, see what that feels like. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if, if we decide before we come in that we're going to go through certain experiences and one of them may be an either an injury or an illness to have the experience of it. When you're saying it's one of the ways that people leave this life, you know, you can have injury, you can have illness, or you can just choose to go. And I've heard a lot of stories about Native Americans right. who will just say, oh, I think today is a good day to die. And then they do. <laughs> yeah, Tibetan monks are known for that, too. They can lower their blood pressure and their pulse. They make a conscious decision when they believe, because they're more conscious about the whole idea of death, which many people on the planet are not. You know, it's, it's something we avoid that we're terrified about. We don't even want to talk about it. And so, so then our decisions or our choices are what's happening to us on a spiritual level we don't have an awareness of. But yes, the Native Americans were, are famous for, even in the winter, the elderly who felt that they were dead, they would walk off into the, the snow and allow their body to pass from hypothermia. Allow themselves to pass. And to what extent, this is just sort of a little byway conversationally, Marie, to what extent does personal choice have anything to do with this. There's one thing about the higher self, the soul speaking to us, the grand design, and I'm certainly no one to explain that comprehensively. But uh, as far as the body uh, and us leaving the body, to what extent does choice play a part? Is it all a matter of choosing, though we're not conscious of it at the time? Yeah, I believe in free will. Uh, I believe we're very powerful people, and even if we were to make a contract, which I'm not a fan of the idea of contracts. I, I know they exist in terms that we may say, hey, I think I could learn about self-empowerment if I choose to be born in a body that has some challenges. Um, because the souls are working on things like unconditional love, what I just said, self-empowerment, we're, forgiveness. We're working on having those beliefs and those perceptions moved into ourselves in a way that we will never have to work on them again and that we have peace and fulfillment regarding them. And we'll choose very extreme circumstances or what we assume are extreme circumstances, you know, from the physical perspective that we think, oh, I would never choose that. I would never choose to be in a, a challenged body or to have difficult relationships or to be poor or to be hungry. But we choose our parents before we come here. And we're making those decisions based on what it is that we want to learn. Um, so I do believe in free will. I think we're very powerful. And I think if people can learn to shift their frequency, they can actually play in the matrix. You know, in other words, everything in the universe is made out of subatomic particles. But in order to have a vision, if you will, or a perception of the matrix of these particles that are moving around us all the time, our energy frequency has to be higher. Our vibration has to come up from what I call social consciousness which is where most human beings vibrate and how we think 
which is typically out of fear and worry and doubt. So if we can vibrate our, our own essence, our own human energy at a higher place, then we can be more proactive in the choices and the opportunities that are endlessly available to us. And every time we make a decision to look at the world and our own lives that way, it's like a new lease on life. Absolutely. And every decision we make, from whatever vibrational perspective that we make it in, it is creating a path. That path can be changed at any moment. If you shift your vibration, then there's a new opportunity. There's many different paths that are available to us. The higher your frequency goes up, the more opportunities you have. Because really, we live in an unlimited universe. Marie, as we're just about to take our break here, we're running a couple of minutes past, but I wanted to ask you, because I wasn't 100% sure, if we have, as I suspect, numerous people that would like to call in and get a reading from you, and not necessarily a healing reading, maybe they have some folks on the other side and they're hoping for a message, now we're talking to Marie Manucheri Medium, would you be willing to take some calls? Of course, I would love to. Because on your show, you know, those phone lines blow up. You get calls from Scotland, for crying out loud. I and so, know. I, I just feel so blessed, um, Gary and Susanna. Well, it's, I truly do. Yeah, and, and successful. <laughs> this really works. So uh, because of the overflow, we're like the Chinese food place across from the popular steakhouse. You know, if, if they're not getting through on your show, they can call us, and here's a chance once a year anyway, where they can maybe get a message from you and they haven't been so lucky getting on the line before or recently, and thank you for your willingness to do that. Why don't we take a break, and when we come back, let's do a quick transition from Marie Manucheri, author of Intuitive Self-Healing, Achieve Balance and Wellness Through the Body's Energy Centers, to Marie Manucheri Medium, and how you got that way. You've told the story before, and you tell it on your show, but please tell it again, at least in capsule form, and then we can start to take some phone calls. Will that work for you, Marie? That sounds fantastic. Then here are the numbers, 425-373-5527. Let me repeat that, and this is from anywhere on the planet. Dial 425-373-5527. Call us toll-free at 1-888-298-5569. Again, toll-free, 1-888-298-5569. And we will put you on the line with the excellent medium, internationally acclaimed Marie Manucheri, and we'll see who's waiting to talk to you on the other side. And we'll get to all that on the other side of a break. We'll be gone for just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Manson Mitchell on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Are you passionate about living a healthy and more balanced lifestyle? If so, Seattle Natural Awakenings magazine was created for you. Seattle Natural Awakenings is a free monthly publication full of information on fitness for the whole body, mind, and spirit. And it is your go-to magazine for local events, classes, and retreats. You can find Seattle Awakenings at health food stores, educational centers, libraries, and wherever free publications are generally seen. Or get the latest issue online at seattleawakenings.com. If you are the owner of a green, healthy, and socially responsible business, we invite you to promote your natural, holistic product or services with Seattle Natural Awakenings. We reach over 40,000 readers interested in healthy living in the greater Seattle area. Call 425-350-5448 for more information. 
staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Sign up for early notice about future shows on a spam-free listserv. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world-famed, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is manceandmitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Before your next medical appointment, write down any questions you have with the most important ones first and make a list of every medication you take, even over-the-counter medicines and vitamins, and bring it with you. Make sure you ask your questions and really understand what the doctor or nurse is telling you before you leave. And be sure to ask if you don't understand something. Visit ahrq.gov questions and check out the tips and tools section for a free guide with more information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child Lindsay Paul as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond. Along with her psychic and skeptic Abraham DeWeese and indigo child Sarah Ellis, they'll help you sort a new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk 1150 covers it all. A very old friend came by today Cause he was telling everyone in town Of the love that he just found And Marie's the name of his latest flame Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our guest today, Marie Manucherry. Marie's the name. Marie's the name. That's what Elvis said. Marie's the name. (laughs) Author of Intuitive Self Healing, Achieve Balance and Wellness Through the Body's Energy Centers, and also the the host of the Marie Manucherry Show on KKNW, Thursdays at 9 a.m. Thursdays, 9 a.m. Pacific on KKNW. And of course, just like Manson Mitchell, the show streams on 1150kknw.com. So wherever you are in the known universe, you can tap into some mighty fine wisdom as provided by Marie Manucherry and listen to her excellent show. Been on a while now. I think uh, you came on almost a year before we did, Marie. So you're a vet. <laughs> it's really fun. Radio is another blessing. It's a really fun experience, as I know you two both share that feeling. Well, let me ask you, Marie, there, before we go to our first one, we do have some folks waiting in line to talk to you, so we don't want to delay very much. But just to set this up, Marie Manucherry, RN, an oncology nurse, and then you started to have stuff happen that defied a rational explanation. Yeah. If you could give a capsule summary of how you went from RN to RNN medium, please <laughs> tell us. Well, you know, I wasn't planning on it, although I had read books on spirituality my whole life and love it, love it, love it, love it, like both of you do, both you and Suzanne do. And um, I, had to, I had to start meditating because I had had some tachycardia. It happened one year. I had it all checked out. My heart would be racing, and 
the physician said that it was my biorhythms and I needed to switch from night shift to day shift. So I did, and a year goes by, and it all comes back again. And so I know I'm stressed, um, but I didn't know what from. And so I started to meditate. I took two classes a week for, I think, 12 weeks. And right away, I started to have um, paranormal experiences during the meditations. And one time, the paranormal experience didn't leave. When I opened up my eyes, I was still actually having it. And what had occurred is there was this beautiful blue etheric ball um, spinning in my abdomen while I was meditating, and I could see my aorta and my ovaries as if a camera had dropped from my brain and moved into my body and was showing my, my, my internal organs. And I thought, well, I'm a nurse. I've studied anatomy and physiology, so I'm not too surprised by this experience. And I'm sure it'll go away when I open my eyes. But when I did, it did not go away. It stayed with me for four months. And from that day forward, every single day, there was another paranormal experience. And I was just so blessed when I finally told my supervisor at work because I was a little bit afraid I would not pay attention to my medical responsibilities, which were quite big considering how sick our patients were, that I would stare at the blue ball or some other interesting thing that was occurring to me that I was totally enjoying and that I wouldn't um, respond in a responsible way. And so I told my supervisor, and to my delight and astonishment, she encouraged me to begin laying my hands on our patients. She said I was seeing energy, and um, she truly was the catalyst in my life with her, giving me that encouragement and not making me um, get a psyche valve or uh, not suspending me, because I actually expected that from the conversation. Uh, she changed my life. My my life made a complete 180 or 360. I, I don't know what what, <laughs> what what degrees to call it. And um, I began to see and hear energy every time I laid hands on patients. And I developed um, like an encyclopedia in my brain of what energy medicine looks like to me in the body and how it relates to health and disease processes. Marie, you said you're teaching classes. Uh, are there a lot of people who are able to get in touch with that the same way that you were with the laying on of hands mm. or feeling oh, yeah. energy in your classes? Well, I do screen the applicants for the mentoring program. I'm not sure if that's what you mean or not. But, yeah, I do screen my applicants. I like to have people who have some ability, and so I ask specific questions to the applicants. This year I have 34 mentoring students. Um most of those are first-year, and then I have um, 12 second-year students. So I have a first-year program and then a second-year program that they're both a year long um, to help people learn um, their abilities. And there are a lot of people with abilities out there, uh, which I think is quite amazing. Um, what I work on in the second-year program is helping those people with their confidence and their self-esteem and to create a successful business because what I have found out is sometimes people, and maybe it's our culture, that we, we believe that if you have a creative career or something that's unique and you're not employed by a corporation, that, that you can't be successful. It's almost like this underlining unconscious and sometimes very conscious belief. And I, I'm you know, proof that that's not true, and so are many other entrepreneurs on the planet. And so I um, work on helping people hold a different intention, having a different vibration, working to... Um, allow their dreams to come true for them to be happy, healthy, productive people in the world doing something that they love. Okay, so and somewhere along the line, I wanted to be definitive about it. You saw energy, you were meditating, but along the line, and it seems like it was not long afterward, you started to see people. 
Yeah. You know, you started to see discarnate people who appeared to you in as they were in their life, and you could describe them for people who received messages and validated what you were telling them, correct? Yeah, that, that happens every day in my practice. It did start in the hospital. I started to see dead people, which is the way I, I say it, because they look very much alive to me, and they do appear um, exactly the way they did close to the time of their death, most people. So there are a few people on the other side that are a little vain, I might be one of those people someday when I cross over and they show me a younger version of themselves. But when I'm describing the person to a client and and, it, and I feel like it's their father and they're going, no, my dad was much older. And then I'll say, well, was he vain? They go, oh, yeah, totally. He hated his hair loss. And I go, okay, well, he's in that small percentage of people who uh, don't want me to see them bald. <laughs> you know? So um, it, it's one of the most sacred and profound experiences I've ever experienced in my life is to communicate with those on the other side. And I'm still in awe every time that it happens, which is every day, that how much it touches the people who are still in a body, you know, just to hear their loved one or someone that they think didn't care about them. I had a client just recently who I was describing a woman, and I felt like she was an aunt. And this young man that I was working on said that it wasn't his aunt because she didn't like him. She was mean to him. And so when I said, well, does she fit the description exactly of your aunt? He goes, absolutely. And I go, well, it is her. I think that you misunderstood the relationship and that I think that clearly she's here to tell you that she she does love you. And it was amazing how that affected him, that it made him emotional and it really helped him to heal a part of his childhood where he felt unloved. So every day I'm surprised by the messages that come across. And with that, we have some callers who would like to connect with you, Marie. And I don't know if it's going to be for healing messages, spirit guides, or whatever it is that comes up for you. But um, if you're ready, then I think we ought to we ought to go to the phone lines. Yeah, and I ready? love what you said, Suzanne, because I never know what's going to happen either. It's always a delightful surprise. <laughs> Uh, right. You get you get the messages in, but you can't dial out and command things. I understand how that works. Right. Mike, let's take the uh, call that we have from Hansville. We've got a Darcy calling from Hansville. Darcy, say hello to Marie Manucheri. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? I am good. I'm so excited to speak with you. <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity. Of course, of course. And so are you enjoying your... I'm writing out your energy as I'm talking to you right now. Um, are you enjoying your day? I am. I'm on my way to see uh, another Darcy. That's my namesake. Oh, how lovely! And... <laughs> how lovely! Yeah. I, um, oh, go ahead. I, I, I'm gonna just see what you have. What yeah. you Pick up on me. I, I had chronic pain, but I just oh, so many different areas mm-hmm. <clears throat> that it could relate to, and I. I I would really respect what you would have to say. Sure, sure. Well, first of all, I don't know if you know this about yourself or not, but you're very intuitive. Did you know that? Yes. I I would love to develop it, but I... You're very intuitive. I just drew out your third eye. It's got excellent structure in it, um, profound shape, color. It's really quite beautiful. I hope your family and friends listen to you because I'm confident that you can give them really great advice. And I also think over the years you've learned to calm down emotions because... Intuitive people tend to be highly empathic, and that can be very emotional. And one of the things about intuition is that intuition is very neutral. It's soft. It doesn't scream warnings, nor is it this high-pitched excitement. It's a very, you know, soft experience. And I'm being told that you have done that. 
Um, the chronic pain actually comes from your seventh chakra. This is your connection to source or spirit or God. You have these very pretty, um, what I would call sparkly, like spring, um, what are those, those fireworks that you hold, the sparkles? What are those called? Uh, it, it anyway, you, sparklers. You have a bunch of them, but they're very, very pretty, kind of ornate, coming off the tip of your crown, your seventh vortex. And the seventh chakra governs the neurological system, so all of your nerves throughout your body. And this is about your connection to source, allowing mm-hmm. creation to love you. And I think you know how hard you are on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say working on that would be very, 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 very important, being super kind to yourself so we can get these nerves to calm down. You do have a fair amount of inflammation in your body. Yes, I do. Do you work on um, decreasing your inflammation, like through diet? Uh, I do when I'm in a good place. I'm in. I'm going through a separation and probably a divorce. Great. And I yeah. It actually is a very it good is. thing. Really <laughs> You're like, good. Great. Yeah, I do feel that way too. And but I handle that with emotional eating. So if I can <clears throat> get my eating under under control, I do better. But sometimes when I eat really carefully, I get worse. Well, that's really normal. What happens when people start to clean their food, then what happens is the cells, when they're full of toxins, they can't release the toxins when we're eating unhealthy because we're in an inflammatory process. And it's almost like the cells kind of close their their wall on the toxins that are inside of them. So Mm -hmm. when you start to eat clean, the cell starts to relax, and it will start to release toxins, and it brings fatigue and, and, and elevated of symptoms for a period of time. So I would highly recommend that you work through that time period. Don't stop. And, and overall, just so you know, chronic pain of any kind is really related to emotional pain. So I would encourage you to feel your feelings and to cry and to let them out of your body so that you don't have to experience them from a physical perspective. Yes, and I and I do. That's what I really understand. Is it's held energy that I need to release. Yeah. It's very very difficult for me, and I have been you know crying and feeling the emotions. And Yay. I And yeah, and I, I'm in that process. So that's that's great. And the seventh, that's yeah. that's my crown chakra, yeah, and that's your crown. the main yeah, you have area. A, you, you have a beautiful vortex, stunning. But when I look at the tip of it on the top of your head, it's got all these sparks coming out of it. And one of the ways that you can detox and allow yourself to release the, that chronic pain is to allow your body to be flooded with light and your crown is a little tight at the top of your head. So just imagine all that light moving in your body because it will disperse the stagnant energy. It will, it's like detoxing people. When they allow energy in their body, they naturally detox. And one of your grandmothers, she, I'm not great at height for some reason. It's not my best. Hair is like some reason I get hair like 100% accurate, <laughs> but um, I, she feels tall to me, so if she's not very tall, that means that she might have had a big personality. Um, are both of your grandmothers on the other side? Yes. Okay. Um, she has whitish kind of hair, a little bit of wave in it, a very, what I would call bright, welcoming face, although I'm being told she's a little tough, you know, so she might be a strong woman, but she says the intuition comes from her side of the family. And she tells me that she stands in your auric field often and prays for you and for your health and well-being and for your family and happiness. She also tells me that when she was alive, she would have been more of don't get a divorce kind of a person. But Mm -hmm. she wants you to know that you have her blessings. And she says that these aren't two bad people. They're just not well-matched. 
And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and so she says, honey, I, I want you to know you don't need my blessings, but you have them. And she looks forward to you having a life free of pain and of really great love and extreme happiness. So you have your grandmother supporting you 110%. Do you know which grandmother this is? Yes. It's my um, my dad's mother. Oh, oh mm-hmm. she's a lovely lady. I know she I really is. enjoyed her. Yes, it was. Yes, she is. Oh, that's really it, special. May I ask you a really quick question before I get off? As long again? as Gary and Suzanne say it's okay. Go for it. <laughs> okay. The, the namesake that I'm going to, Darcy, she's just been diagnosed um, with cancer in her in her in one lung it's already metastasized into her her brain and her endocrine glands uh-huh. it's this is new she's just gone through one week of um of radiation for her tumor or, or the cancer in her brain do you get any any insights for her that i could share with her um, and what is her age i i think she's about 41 she's young Oh, she is really young, isn't she? Um, well, she has some work to do about sorrow. She's got a lot of sorrow in her body way before her diagnosis. And and can, here, you, can you say that again? It's a little unclear on my end. She has a lot of sorrow in her body, a lot of sadness and sorrow. And okay. she, so she needs to really work on the sadness and the sorrow. And what I'm about to say may sound like, oh, gosh, I would never have a discussion with someone who's having an illness the way I am. Uh, what I'm going to suggest, but I would encourage you to talk to her about death and the other side, because when people have serious diseases and they become very frightened of leaving their body, it actually can make their body sicker, because fear is very contracting, and the reality is we're all going to leave our bodies at some time. That's the truth of it, whether we are like Native Americans and consciously choose or something comes into our, our health and, um, and helps us to leave our bodies. The more people can feel free and comfortable about the whole process of death, the easier it is for them to actually get well because when they're fighting against something, they're actually attracting it. So if you could find a way to have a conversation with her about that, I think that could be beneficial. Okay. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. That's excellent. Thank you for calling today, Darcy. Thank you. That was a quality call. Yeah, Bye-bye. that definitely Thank was you, a, a quality call. And, and congratulations on that divorce, by the way. <laughs> Gary, we're going to go ahead and take our second break of this hour. We are talking with Marie Manucheri, author of Intuitive Self-Healing. And we have a couple callers waiting. So if you'll just be patient, we will get to you after this brief break. In the meantime, stay tuned. You're listening to Manson Mitchell on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, me. I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... 
is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Are you passionate about living a healthy and more balanced lifestyle? If so, Seattle Natural Awakenings magazine was created for you. Seattle Natural Awakenings is a free monthly publication full of information on fitness for the whole body, mind, and spirit. And it is your go-to magazine for local events, classes, and retreats. You can find Seattle Awakenings at health food stores, educational centers, libraries, and wherever free publications are generally seen. Or get the latest issue online at seattleawakenings.com. If you are the owner of a green, healthy, and socially responsible business, we invite you to promote your natural, holistic product or services with Seattle Natural Awakenings. We reach over 40,000 readers interested in healthy living in the greater Seattle area. Call 425-350-5448 for more information. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of living successfully with your animal friends. This week, April 6th, it's a Vet Sunday with Dr. Bill Burlingame. Dr. Bill takes a balanced approach when treating our animal friends. He's an expert with immune support and treating the endocrine immune imbalance Plechner syndrome. He's also working with hot and cold lasers. We'll have open phone lines to plan to call in for free veterinary advice on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell. Marie Manucherry, our very esteemed guest this hour. She is an RN. She is an energy healer. She is an author and a wonderful medium, and she's taking your calls. Just one little side note, Marie. Typically, I think the thing to say when you find out that people are divorcing is, oh, I'm sorry, and whatnot. To me, it's like a big Monopoly board. If somebody gives you a get-out-of-jail-free card because you're really unhappy with where you are, the proper response is not, oh, I'm sorry you're getting out of jail. What a bummer, you know. I mean, maybe it's a lot better over there on Ventnor Avenue. Yeah. You might put a hotel up there. You know, so <laughs> when I hear that somebody's divorcing, I, I'm assuming that they're unhappy about something. And so I tend to congratulate them anymore because this is a fresh start. Right, and we live so long, you know, whether it's a career change or a relationship change that um, – we have the capacity to really learn about our true desires and what could ultimately make us very happy, and we have every right to pursue that. I once had a client walk in, and she told me that she had just gotten laid off from her job, and this was a few years back when more people were getting laid off. And, and I said, oh, congratulations, and she gave me a big hug. She said, you're the first person to congratulate me. She goes, I'm afraid to tell people how excited I am about it because I did not like my job. <laughs> And um, what was so interesting, it took her two years to find a job she really liked. And what she was so surprised about is that she had enough money for everything, that she was really good at budgeting. She had a fabulous time relaxing and meditating. And then the perfect, most wonderful job that makes her happy every single day to go to landed in her lap. But I think sometimes people need like a, a sabbatical. You know, like we work really hard in our family lives and in our professions, and we rarely get downtime. And I think that when those moments occur, that we, if we could embrace them, I think that we could grow a, a large amount of awareness during that time. 
I agree. I agree. Well said. Thank you, yeah, Marie. Thank you. Um, we have another caller on the line that we will take, and that is Christy from Bothell. Christy, say hello to, to Marie Manucherry, but I also want to ask you, Christy, have we yes. met? Have Have you and Gary well, and I been together? Oh, you know, not when you were here, but maybe past lives. <laughs> oh, okay. That's it. We were going for past <laughs> lives. We're on the same that, coverall. I think. As long as you say past life, you know, under the pyramids, you know, remember, we were smooching under the Sphinx, I recall. <laughs> All right, Christy. But today it's Bothell. Christy yes, from Bothell, hello. say hello to Marie Manucherry. Hello, Marie. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I was just calling to see if you get any messages from loved ones. You know, I have a lot of loved ones that have passed, friends and family, mm-hmm. or whatever Whatever you get, I'd be happy to hear. <laughs> sure, no, thank you. I appreciate you uh, asking those questions. So do you talk to your loved ones on the other side? I feel like I do. I, I, I look at pictures, and I tell them how much I love them and miss them. And, you know, yeah, because like... that's what they're telling me. They said, oh, she's she's a regular gab with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so you regularly have a connection with your loved ones on the other side, which I really think is wonderful, plus... Loved ones actually appreciate that because a lot of people, particularly Americans, don't necessarily, they're not sure if they believe in life after death. It's something mm-hmm. we're still working on. And so imagine if you leave your body or when we leave our bodies and you're on the other side and you can see all the people in human form and certainly hang out with the people you care about and read their minds and know what they're mm-hmm. doing and what they're going through. And that loved one doesn't believe in their existence. Um, it's a little hard for them. So your loved ones just feel like you're an old hat. And in okay. fact, in a way, they're kind of scolding you. Um, okay, why? <laughs> yeah. Well, the back of your third eye is exquisite. So that's right at the occiput ridge. The, uh, for some reason, I can't say that word right now very well. The occiput ridge. Occipital. Occipital. Thank is you. That it? Yeah, right at the bump <laughs> of the head. Excellent. So yours is, is really quite pristine, which is unusual. That's a chakra that's a little challenging for people to develop. And what that chakra uh-huh. does is it receives psychic abilities or psychic information from other dimensions. And okay. so yours is actually a textbook. But they're scolding you because they believe you haven't quite developed the front of your third eye, which I would agree. And that's the translator. So you have all this information coming in through the top of, uh, through the back of your head, tons of it, where you're really uh-huh. quite psychic. And yet, for some reason, whether it's poor self-esteem or you don't believe in yourself that much or you don't think that you could possess this ability, I'm not sure, and of course you can correct me and uh, let me know what it really is, Um, but you're not allowing yourself to really work as a psychic. Okay. But have you ever thought about that? Well, I I like to think my caregiving and my, my... companionship, love, and nurturing, and sometimes things that come out of my mouth, I'm surprised that, well, where did that come from? (laughs) Where did that wise old knowledge come from? (laughs) Right, right. Um, You have such a love for the other side, such a a gorgeous love for the other side, that your ability to translate information for others is actually natural for you. But for whatever reason, you're not allowing all of that information to come into the front of the third eye where you can have more ready, available awareness of it, like where you could really understand it. It's like 
someone who's learning how to read and they only want to look at the pictures, they don't really want to read the words. And they can they actually understand the page really well from looking at the mm-hmm. pictures, but they'll get even more detail. There is a woman who's just walked into your auric field. I would say she's closer to my age, so maybe she passed away in her 50s or maybe early 60s. Um, okay. I think her hair was lighter originally. Um, I think there's some gray in her hair, like she may have grayed pr- prematurely. Um, or her hair was really blonde, or she dyed it really blonde. It's about shoulder okay. length. She's wearing glasses. Um, she's kind of nervous. Uh, do you know who this person is? Well, maybe it's my sister. Oh, wow. Did That's... she pass away at that age? Um, about 52. Wow. Yeah, I'm 53. Or, or 53. So. Yeah, 53. Uh-huh. She feels like yeah. contemporary, like she's my age. Oh, I'm so sorry that you lost a sister at that age. I'm so sorry. Wow. Well, wow. actually, it was just last year. Oh, my year. gosh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. She has a, Did she have anxiety when she was alive? She's an um, anxious person? I don't know. She's anxious. She was very angry. Oh. <laughs> she was overweight and diabetic yeah, at she's, a very She's young overweight. Age. That's what she shows me. Um, yeah. I don't like to say yeah. that when I, because creation thinks that everyone's at the perfect weight. I've only told one client, I've seen thousands of clients to lose weight. Of course, that client has never lost weight that I can see. But whenever I lay hands on people, I always hear how gorgeous and amazing they are. I think that she had an underlying anxiety issue. I truly do. Because I know she's okay. nervous because she loves you and she feels bad. She believes that she caused her death. <laughs> And, and I don't mean like she committed suicide, and I don't know for sure if she did or not. Yeah. I don't feel that she did. She believes that her poor behavior and choices led to her death. And after she okay. passed, she could see how much her family loved her, and it was very yeah. shocking to her. She was really qu- kind of unaware of what a, you guys kind of have a good family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not like a 10, but it's not a, it's not a 4. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nice family. <laughs> And um, mm-hmm. so she, I, I feel like the anxiety that she's showing me is, is it's not easy for her to say I'm sorry or to apologize uh-huh. or to take any responsibility. Oh. And that's what she wants to do when she's in your org field. In fact, here's what she's saying, and it's making her laugh. It's like one minute I feel anxiety, the next minute I want to cry, and then I want to laugh. <laughs> okay. She just keeps saying over and over again, you were right. You were I'm right. Okay. Did you counsel her about her health? Um, no, but I just remember growing up, my mom would say, now you have to be nice to her. Well, I'd go, why? She's so mean to me. Well, she's your sister. You've got to love her. And it was just, you know, I had to include her in activities and things and, you know, be a good sister to her. But yet there was a lot, I would just say, a lot of anger and hostility towards me. I mean, she used to beat me, pull my hair, and I mean, punch me out. And I had to <laughs> but protect that's when myself. You were kids. That's, that's when you were kids. <laughs> So here's what's something really Marie, what Marie, what can you say in 20 seconds? we got to go. Okay, in 20 seconds, let's say that you were right that she was too mean. But I would encourage you to let go because you have the ability to communicate with your sister and have a very different relationship than the one that you remember. And the one that you remember is limiting you and holding you back. So I would encourage you to step out of that old vision that you have of that relationship and step into a new one because she's changed. Thank you for calling, Christy, and please check back with us at a later time and let us know how things are going. That was a positive note. Good way to end it. Marie, Marie Manicherry, everybody. Marie, thank you everybody. for being with us. It and your wonderful. website, my dear, is? Energyintuitive.com, and thanks so much for interviewing me. I had a blast. 
Thursdays, Good. 9 a.m. Pacific Time, the Marie Manucherry Show, hour number two of Manson Mitchell coming right up. Stay tuned.